Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen, to subscribe, to leave your comments. I appreciate it. If you're not, please follow the Go Girl podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or AshleyCaprice.com. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Today's topic is... How to Master Your Money Skills. We love money, right? We'll get into it after this. I am are two of the most powerful words and what you say after shapes your reality. Today's I am affirmation is I am independent. I am independent. There are a lot of independent women out there, right? You're an independent woman. You don't conform to society's norms. You march to the beat of your own drum. You don't need anyone telling you what to do, okay? Because you do it all. You bring home the bacon and you cook the bacon. Times are totally different where back in the day, men used to be the providers, right? They still are a lot of times the providers, but women stayed at home to take care of the house and the children. Well, now ladies are doing both. We're getting our own money. We are taking care of the children. We're taking care of the men. We're taking care of ourselves. We're going to PTA meetings, taking kids to practice, right? You're helping with homework. You're going to the doctor's meetings. You're even just making an appointment to see the doctor. That takes time. You're taking care of the bills. You are doing it all. And on top of that, still going to work, still building your own businesses, still going to school, still being a phenomenal independent woman. We're getting in these relationships now. We're still trying to find out, okay, how can I keep my independence? Sometimes women are labeled as intimidating We're not accepting that label, okay? It's just some men are insecure. That's their problem, not ours. Some women are alpha female, alpha woman, and they're too bossy and all of these problems that they come up with when women are taking their power back. Women are powerful. Go, girl. That's it. You know, and don't ever deny your power. Keep that. You have it. Own it. We're not waiting for people to do things for us. They say, A lot of independent women want a man and not need a man. Now, you do need a man for some things, you know. (laughs) But for the most part, we can do everything that we need to do. We are coming into our relationships at 100%, right? And we're hoping that the men that we're with or woman that you're with is coming in at 100%. We're complete already. We know how to take care of our financial goals already. We know how to take care of our mind, our spirit, of our our health and our wealth. We know how to do all of that already. So what is someone else bringing to the table? Because we're independent women. We don't mind being alone, but it's good to have the company of someone that you love with you. So we're independent in a lot of areas, ladies, and keep that up. It's important to know who you are and to know what you have to offer. So completely nothing wrong with being an independent, spicy, fierce, loving, caring, nurturing, superwoman. Nothing wrong with that. Sometimes, though, 
some women do lean on men for financial support. So that's why I'm going to have Girl Talk with a woman who will help you master your money skills because you have it all within you. You know how to take care of your finances. You know how to budget. You know how to save. You do. It's deep within you. And if you don't know how, we are going to teach you today on the Go Girl podcast. This is what I'm here for. So we're going to talk mastering your money skills next. I'm so excited to have Girl Talk right now with Miss Chella Diaz. She has been hosting workshops for women to help them master their money skills. She's also contributed a a chapter titled Money Tips from the Baker's Daughter to the bestseller Journeys to Success Women's Edition. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Been looking forward to this. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So we met at Josefa Salinas Girls Camp, and which I love because her camp offers so much information and the girls learn so much that you came and you spoke even about money. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is what they need to hear. This is what I need to hear. And <laughs> I felt like uh, you were sharing great information and giving great tips that I had to bring you on the show. So I'm glad to have you here beautiful and it is truly my pleasure now I did contribute a chapter to that book but even before that there is a book out there on Amazon that's called money boot camp okay and what is that and that in that book is geared towards teens so it's an easy read for them they're going to get a lot of the information here mm-hmm. but you know there's it's still out there the resources are out there so if you wanted to share it with you know somebody else that I would say share this episode anyway, but yeah. there is Money Bootcamp out there Yeah, it's, that it's also offers tips. So much information everywhere. So let's talk about you. Uh, you were inspired to begin saving money at the age of nine, nine years old when young girls are playing with Barbies or just trying to play hopscotch. <laughs> How did you get into <laughs> saving money at such a young age? You know, it's, it's a gift. I had I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew is that I could go to the farmer's market and I knew the vendors. They had the best quality at the lowest price. Mm-hmm. My dad still tells the story that I would go into the money jar and I would get enough. I knew based on what I needed to get how much money I was going to need. So you were always good at budgeting. I was always good at just managing the money you know I knew what you needed to do and I knew to look for you know again best quality lowest price so it seems like you always just spent money on what you needed to spend it on so if you went to the money jar and said oh you know I have five dollars in there but something cost two dollars and fifty cent you didn't get the whole five dollars you got exactly what you needed the two dollars and fifty cent yes so I can't really take much credit for that. I just know that I was able to do that. So when purchasing my first car, that was more intentional. Mm-hmm. So that way, I mean, I had a part-time job and I bought my first car when I was 17. Nice. And I put a pretty big down payment and took out a small loan, mm-hmm. which I paid off very quickly mm-hmm. based on my uh, part-time job. And as you mentioned, uh, the, the chapter is called Money tips from the baker's daughter because my dad was a baker and my mom was a housewife. And I want to make sure that your listeners hear that because I don't want them to get the impression, oh, 
she probably grew up with money. She probably, their parents taught her how to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, it it was just one of those things where I knew that I wanted to get that car because I didn't want to walk to the laundromat. At the time, we didn't have a laundromat. We didn't have a washer and a dryer. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to I wanted to drive to the laundromat instead of walking to the laundromat. Yeah. So for me, that was important. You saw a need for yourself. You made Correct. it happen. Gotcha. So I, I invite your listeners to think about what is that one thing that they want that are willing to put aside some of the things. So when I was buying my car, yes, that couldn't meant for me that I could not go to the movies every week and that I could not go to the concerts which is another uh, passion for me mm-hmm. you know and that I could not go out to eat that for me that was more important for me to have my car right so what sacrifices are you willing to give up pretty much is Correct. what they have to know and also you know choices you know I mean like what are you choosing to go out and and and, and go out and eat every week or are you going to be you know, put that money and it's not going to be all of the time. Right. Because I always believe in rewarding yourself. Right. So after I bought my car, then I gave myself a treat. Right. So I took myself to the movies. Mm -hmm. Right. So we always have to reward ourselves. But, you know, after you accomplish, you set a goal and then you celebrate along the way. There you go. I always say celebrate your baby steps. You have to. Absolutely. And and I got to tell you, I'm so glad you said that because so many of us, and I'm only going to talk to us women, so many of us take it for granted and we do not give the credit we deserve. Mm-hmm. We don't give the credit we deserve. Um, we don't get the credit that we deserve from other people or sometimes even to ourselves. Like they might feel like, oh, I did this thing I accomplished this goal but they won't take time to celebrate that goal you know it's just always take time to yourself to know I did this so let me reward myself with that right correct and for that we're going to share with your audience I say have a list I'm Mm old-fashioned so mine are still written out I have them in different color posties or you can have it in the phone a list of your rewards, but have five to 10 items on that list that you're going to do for yourself when you accomplish a milestone. Mm. You know, and the other thing is that it doesn't always have to involve spending a lot of money. Right. So rewarding yourself is not, so for me, watching a movie, because that's not something I do very often, it's a treat. So that's on my list. That's smart that you said have a list for it. Because I right, because then you can just look at it, right? Yeah. So, and you can see, what am I going to do for myself? Yeah. Some people may want to go for a drive to the beach. That's going to, mm-hmm. you know, definitely be a little bit of money because you're going to put gas in the car. Mm-hmm. And what if you treat yourself to using public transportation to get yourself there and you learn something new, a new way to get somewhere? Yeah, I like that. And I'm I'm like you in the sense that, I don't, um, I'm still learning to relax. <laughs> so I always feel like there's something to do. So it's honestly a treat for me to sit down and watch a movie for two hours or to watch a TV show or, or a marathon. Well, I really can't get into marathons, but like to watch something, a TV show just for 30 minutes or an hour, I have to say, hey, 
Ashley, you did this. You were very productive at this. Now it's time to relax. And even just relaxing is a celebration to me. It's a reward <laughs> for me. Right. So, it's so just that fine. could be on yeah. your list, right? Exactly. Put, put, you know, a, with a movie or a show or, and I know I don't want to scare your audience, but what if we Stay away from social media for an hour or two. Yep. <laughs> you said I don't want to scare your audience with that one. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but that's, it's not like you said a whole day, but really like just an hour or two, putting your phone down and just enjoying the moment, being present. Right. That's a gift. <laughs> or even if you're out with friends, if you're out having a meal or if you're just hanging out, what if you put your phone away while you're Spending time with them. Mm-hmm. It's important. I know if some of the listeners that have kids, I know that the kids need to get a hold of you or whatever. I'm not saying don't. I mean, maybe you can put it on silent or whatever, but don't look at it just to be looking at it for social media sake. Right. And if you do get on social media, maybe I know I did this probably for the first time. The other day, I just wanted a day to focus on some goals. So I did not get on social media all day. And I said, if I do, I'll get on late at night when I'm done with everything for the day. And then that's what I did. Instead of getting on social media in the morning, and then it pretty much wastes a lot of your time that you could have been productive for the whole day. Correct. Yes. So so the audience may be thinking, well, what does that have to do with money? And you just said something really precious that I really want to highlight, and that is setting goals. Right. Mm -hmm. So step number one would be setting a financial goal for yourself. And it doesn't matter what that is. Right. It could be getting a new computer. Mm -hmm. It could be getting a dress for prom. It could be paying off credit card. What it doesn't matter. It is going, this is going to apply to everything. So the first thing is that what is it that you want to accomplish? And what steps, what shifts are you going to make to accomplish that? So for you, perfect, right? You stayed off social media all day mm-hmm. and you were able to be productive and, and get that done. Exactly, exactly, which, which in, the, in the long run could lead to more money because, <laughs> because me focusing on what I was doing, my projects, it could lead to income. Exactly. Yeah, it all And or... You know, what if you're, let's take the most popular one. What if you tend to go out, you know, three times a week out for lunch or dinner or whatever? What if you cut back to just two instead of three? Right. Mm-hmm. And that additional money, whatever that amount was, you immediately go and you pay it towards or you put it into, you know, either pay off the credit card, or you put it into your possibility account. What is a possibility account? Great question. (laughs) So a possibility account to me is where you put money to replace your tires. Mm -hmm. You put money to buy a new refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Where you put money to register your car. Where you put money for your vacation. Where you put money for investments. Mm -hmm. That's why I like the possibility, right? And something, every single one of my clients that has done this, they all say the same thing. At the beginning, they start with small amounts, go into the possibility account. But when you get to a certain amount, 
and you begin to watch that possibility account grow, right? there's a shift that happens within your mind yep. that you really ask, do I really want to go out and spend $25 and not for, for drinks or cocktails or, you know, happy hour? This is so or true. Or do I want to put that towards, you know, into my possibility account? And I'm not saying this is not about you're going to stay home all the time and you're not going to have any fun. No, but you're going to cut back. Yeah. Right. Instead of going out and spending a lot of money, you know, could you put maybe a potluck together with some friends? You're still doing fun things, fun events, but you're just not spending as much money. Right. I, I like that. I like that a lot. You, people think that yeah, I'm going to create. I don't like to use the B word. What is the that? Budget. budget? Oh. I don't like I don't like to use the B word, but I like to say spending plan. Create a plan. Yeah. as to how you're going to spend your money. Yeah, because I think a lot of people uh, feel like they have to just not do anything and have to save every single coin when it's like, no, have your fun, but maybe not as much fun or still as much fun, but not so many days in that week at all. And what I was going to say is that is very true about watching your money grow and then realizing, hmm, well, I have this much money. Do I really want to spend a few bucks on something that I really don't need when I can just save it and continue to watch the money grow? Like it looks good when your money is just in your account and you're not touching it and it's growing. And then for it to be there when you really do have something that you need to take care of, it's like, oh, I could just get it from this account, and you know, and it, and it, it doesn't feel bad. First of all, it's not a burden because you had it. And then it doesn't feel bad because you're really um, spending the money wisely instead of just going somewhere just to have more fun. Or if we look at some of the most wealthiest people, mm -hmm. we look at them and they rather have that money into the account versus buying the $500 bag or the $500 shoes right. or the $300 pair of sneakers. You know what I mean? For them... They're okay with buying, you know, a $50 pair of shoes mm -hmm. and a $50 pair of, of a purse because that satisfaction of the money is working for me. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to work too hard for my money. My money is working for me. Correct. Right. Like but also we have to change that, right? And I'm not saying, I'm not saying at all that you should not treat yourself to the purse or to the shoes or to the outfit. I'm not saying that. But sometimes when you're first starting to shift your savings pattern, you may need to say, do I want it? Do I need it? Right. And, and start looking at ways that you, you will be able to say. So one of my favorite things, and I know a couple of people make fun of me, but I'm okay with that, <laughs> is I love to shop at resale shops. Okay. Because if you choose wisely, so my two favorite stores where I go and pick up a lot of my stuff, one of them is in Santa Monica mm -hmm. and the other one is in Beverly Hills, right? Because they have some amazing products and I'm able to go in and I sometimes, well, I always find things that still have a price tag on. Mm -hmm. mm. So even if you don't want to buy for yourself, that's great. What if you're able to go in and get some amazing gifts still in the box, still in the price tag, and save money 
by when you give gifts. Right. right. There's always a lot of different ways that you're able to save money by going to some of the resale stores. I have to go to them as well. I, I keep hearing about it, but I've never made a trip. I always uh, donate and everything, but I need to check it out, actually go in and see what I can purchase for myself or even for someone else, like you said, and save money in the process. Right. Yeah. Right? And, and so you're treating yourself. It's a new outfit. You know, I have two sons, and I got them to do the resale shop uh, very early on because I, they had a choice. We can go to the mall. And this is how much money you have, or we can go to in same amount of money. We can go to the resale shop, and mm-hmm. they're able to get so much more. So that's another way. You know, do I just want to go get one or two outfits, or do mm-hmm. I want to walk out with ten outfits? Right, that part. <laughs> right, you know what I mean. So it, yeah. it's a shift. You know what I mean. And do I really care what people think about what brand I'm wearing, and you know who's you know shirt or shoes or whatever it is? It's mm-hmm. it's about you know. Am I wanting to impress? And there's a saying is you buy things that are expensive to impress people you don't even like. Right. Because your true friends don't care if you're wearing a designer outfit. Right. They care for you. They care for the person that you are. Right. Not because of what you're wearing. Right. So stop trying to impress others and spending money that you don't have to get what you really don't need. (laughs) So on your website, I saw that um, you have five, a five-step process to building a solid financial foundation, which will allow a we, person to accomplish their financial goals. What are those five steps? She's, I'm so delighted you said. So we already gave the bonus. Start shopping at resale shops. Where, where can you um, start cutting uh, your expenses, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But number one is you have to be honest with yourself and really find out where you are. Where are you, right? Be real. Where are you and where do you want to get to? This is a money journey we're going to go in. So step one, really know where you are, how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. Okay. Step two is going to is what do you want to accomplish? Do you want to pay off the credit card? Do you want to save for a new computer? Do you want to go on a vacation? What is that going to be? Step three is where can you make other choices? Can you cut back on the number of times you go out to eat? Can you um, sell something? Is there something that you have in your closet that you could sell that's going to get you closer to accomplishing that goal, whatever that may be for you? Mm. Step four, today is the first day of your spending plan. So have compassion for yourself do not look back at the money mistakes you made in the past. Compassion, compassion, compassion. Yeah. And does that mean you're not going to make mistakes moving forward? No. It just means that you're going to get back on track much faster, much quicker. I like that one. So that's step number four, compassion, compassion, compassion. And step number five is find an accountability partner. Hmm. Because. I have two accountability partners to this day. Okay. For me, getting, purchasing things that are on sale, even if they're not for me, right? That's my weakness. I'm getting better. <laughs> I am getting better. Okay. But by, so find what that is for you. That in purchasing personal development courses is my other weakness. Wow. So when it comes to 
the accountability partner just listens to you. They don't judge you. They don't question you. They just listen. Okay. So if, if you were my accountability partner, Ashley, I would call you. I said, listen, I'm at this workshop, and they're selling this program, and I just know I need it. And I need it because, and then I have to give you reasons why I need it. But <laughs> right. at the end, I'm like, oh, no, I don't need it. I already have it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So you have to justify the purchase. For me, I have to justify that purchase. Mm-hmm. And that's crucial because now if you have that person that you can go to and true. listens to you, they don't judge you. But the magic is that you can do the same for them. Right. Very So true. now you're helping somebody else achieve their financial goals. I like that. And actually, I have a friend, excuse me, that is getting into, she's very good with her finances. She's always budgeting for something. She's going on her trips. She joins organizations. She's very good with her money. And um, she recently created a blog. So I've been more open with her about um my money, you know, and spending. So I went to a store one time and I found this pair of shoes that I really, really wanted. She knew I wanted them. We were shopping one day together and they didn't have my size. So I went to another store when she was not with me and I texted her like, oh my gosh, I found the shoes. They have my size and they're on sale, right? So she supported that. But then I said, and they also have a whole rack of shoes on sale. I'm I'm going to grab me some more shoes, too. She said, no, just get what you went there for and just leave the rest alone, walk out of the store. And then I did that, and I felt much better about it. I saved some money. I already had some shoes that looked very similar to the second pair of shoes I was going to buy anyway. But it was important to have that accountability partner that I can text or call and say, hey, I'm having this issue, and she helped me with the problem. <laughs> it's so and true. I, you, I wish we could say that we had planned this, right? Mm-hmm. But you're already doing that, right? Yeah. You're already seeking the support, and that's how, that's what masterminds do, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to give your listeners one additional bonus. And I say adopt the number one thing that the wealthy do, and that is, they pay themselves first. Yep. Yep. Right. And so whatever to... money comes in, mm-hmm. and, and let's talk about the, the the folks that you know they just got a raise or mm-hmm. they just got a bonus. Yes. Right. I love the raise. So let's do. You received a raise. It doesn't matter what it is. You were living just fine with your salary up to now. What if you take that additional money, whatever that amount is, a hundred percent of that, and you put it into your possibility bucket? Mm. So let's say you received a commission or a bonus or, you know, anniversary money, whatever that is. In those occasions, I believe that at least 50% of that money should be go into your possibility account and treat yourself with the other. Mm, I like that. So you're still, t- right? you're still telling the mind and the brain, well, you know what? We're going to put this into the possibility account and we're going to go treat ourselves with whatever amount it is. Right. A lot of people it's don't a, think of that to pay themselves at all and to give themselves some money. They look at a bonus like, oh, this is more money for me to spend instead of to right. save. That money could be, again, I only talk about credit cards because, you know, we have quite a bit of credit card debt or student loan debt or whatever it is, right? What if you start putting that towards that amount, 50% for you, 50%, you know what I mean? Start mm-hmm. doing something so 
that you are being intentional about it. Right. I like that. Selling something, right? Selling something that you're not using. Use the one-year rule. If it's sitting in your closet now more than ever, (laughs) there's so many opportunities that you're able to sell that. Yeah. Well, what if you're like me and you have problems letting go? I have so Ah! much stuff (laughs) that, like, my mom teases me because, okay, my – my shape changes uh, a little be, over the this years. This is going to be better than therapy, <laughs> listeners. This is going to be very because we did not plan this. We didn't. This plan is how this is how the universe works. And Ashley, I want to say congratulations. The fact that you're bringing this up, yeah, tells me that some of your listeners need to hear this. Yeah. No, really. So this is nothing. This is not about you. I mean, we're 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 going to work with this, but that means. And I invite the listeners, right, because sometimes when you have a question or there's something you need to share or you want to share is because it's going to help somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah, we all have so the what same is problems. It, <laughs> what is it that you're having trouble letting go? Is well, there anything in particular or everything? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, we can start with just one thing <laughs> of letting go. Well, okay, so she laughed at me. I finally got rid of it last year. Okay, with clothes, right? I buy things. I'm I'm like you, a bargain shopper. I'm like, oh, but it's only like $5. Like the shoes, the second pair of shoes were on sale too. So why can't I get those shoes, right? So I have things in my closet that still have the tags on them that I haven't worn in ever, and I bought it years ago. And in particular, there was this one dress that I bought when I was like 12 years old, Chella. I bought this dress at 12 years old. I'm in my 30s now. But look, I wore the dress all up until about last year and I was moving Uh and my mom was like, girl, no, we're getting rid of this dress. And we did. And I mean, I guess I feel okay about it. But like how if someone can, and I could have resold it, I I gave it away, you know, goodwill. But how do you even get to the point where you think it's okay to let this go? Like Marie Kondo, I believe is her name. She has a whole system where she's like, oh, if you're not happy or you don't love it, then let it go. But what if you're like me and it's something that you just want to keep around or it's something that's sentimental and you just don't want to let it go and resell it and get money for it? <laughs> <laughs> it's it. But let's, let's go. Let's say that you have 10 dresses in the closet, the ones with the name tags or uh, price tags, and you haven't worn them for a year, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I for those, I invite you to think – if I sold this, even for half of what the price tag is, will that get me closer to my financial goal? Mm. Right? It's about finding something that you want more than keeping the stuff. Right. Changing the right? way you're thinking about it. Right. Right. So what that is, you know what I mean? And it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. Right? I, I because I volunteered for one of these fabulous, so I was there for eight years. So I got new stuff every week, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And I constantly had a bag, what I call Salvation Army bag, uh, the go-away bag. And if I didn't feel great when I put the outfit on, it just went into the bag. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's, that's the smart. test. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, you know what I mean? Right. Or do you need to put a jacket on? If it doesn't bring a smile, if it doesn't make your heart, if he doesn't bring that smile, I say you need to get rid of it. Why are we holding on to it? Mm. 
Okay. Right? Yes. If it, so that, I think that's one of the other things. That, but that's one. But also, you know, if I got sold this one, it makes room for more. Yeah. It, and, and we did not practice this. But somebody that's holding on to things, it, I have to say it, it may have to do something with something when they grew up mm-hmm. and they were felt that maybe they wanted a dress or they wanted a toy, they wanted a doll, and they didn't get it. Hmm. So now as, an, as adults, they want to make up for that. Therapy, come through, Chella. <laughs> there, yes, I yes, I could go to my childhood and could probably figure out when these things, when some things happen. Yeah, I'm not ready to share, yeah. but yeah. No, I, no, and the, but I'm just totally saying, I'm just saying, it. it's, it's usually the sort bigger reason. Mm-hmm. So don't make yourself wrong. And, and listeners, there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing that needs to be fixed. Right. Right. We just need to start shifting the way we see it. Yeah. And at the beginning, it may be a little bit painful. Right. But think yeah. if I sold this and I had the money in the account, could I pay off some credit card debt? Could I go on a vacation? I know a family that uh, recycles cans and bottles and they go in and they make quite a bit of money mm-hmm. and they use that as part of their vacation money. Wow. Right. So we have to trick our, 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 our mind. So we have to make it fun. So if we actually, if we go through the closet and we pick up 10 items, what are you going to do with that? Right. And that thing has to be something that you want more than holding on to the thing. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to find what that is. What's motivating us? We know, but for me, my car, let's face it, I was embarrassed. I did not want all these people watching me go down the street. And I, let me be a little drama queen right now. So <laughs> I, I wish I could say there was a very long walk, but it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was those people watching, you know, and it was just embarrassing. It yeah. was embarrassing to have to walk. So for me, I didn't want to go through that. So for me, a car was definitely higher on the priority list. And I I didn't want to go to the movies, you know, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go to the concerts because to me, so finding what that thing that you want more. Right. And it's not making yourself wrong because there is nothing wrong. We're just shifting. Yeah. We are changing our financial goals. And we're doing whatever it takes to make that happen. We're legally. <laughs> legally, <I> yes. <laughs> How? Because there are plenty of hustles out there. And, you know. um, have you ever been at a low point financially? And how did you get out of that space? Like some people, oh, you know, the economy is always changing and there's things <laughs> always happening. How do you get out of that space, maybe mentally uh, and financially? Let me tell you. Yeah, it, it's been very interesting. So I have been good with money and um, and I accomplished. So I became a millionaire in my 40s. You say you became a and millionaire in your 40s? Yes. Awesome. Get it, girl. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes. And then I lost everything in 2008 with oh. the market, Oh. Mm-hmm. which is good, right? But I did that, folks. I take full responsibility because within me, I went through a couple of years. This is the power of the mind. I know we're talking about money, but this is power of the mind. So for a very long time, I felt guilty and maybe a little bit of shame 
that I was able to make my money grow so quickly, so fast, mm. and other friends and family could not, mm. right? And, and so I went through this guilt, and guess what? I'm not saying that I caused the, the, the market to crash. I'm not saying that at all, but, but I had invested my money, you know, and I trusted some folks, yep. and I did not ask enough questions. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I lost it all, but now I can say I built it, and, I'm re and then I was able to rebuild it. And the lessons that I learned helped me to do it smarter this way. Right. You, it's always a lesson in it all. It is, you know. Yeah. Um, I and you do lose some friends. I have to say, you do. I, I lost some friends, right? Because when you're, you know, at a certain point in your life and you're able to go out and spend, you know, Mm -hmm. quite a bit of money for dinner and all of that. It's a different style than when you don't have right. the money to go out and spend it. So I went through um, quite a bit of that. And during that process, I got to, I became a new me. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty darn good before. But now, I, and I'm a good teacher. I'm, I'm not being sarcastic or single, but um, I am, I'm able to teach my workshops okay. from a different place. Right. You're, you're able to to understand maybe the plight yeah. of what other people have gone through, you know? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So now I can say, listen, I've been there. Where Before I couldn't say that because right. everything was, came to me so easily. So, yes, yeah. and there's lots of learning lessons, you know. There's a lot of, for me, everything is a lesson. It's how we choose to do with that lesson. Yep it all the time when it's on his podcast yes is oh. lessons are blessings that's all it is you know it so is when, when it, good it's going about good, how it's we blessing. grow and expand right. right absolutely um i do well first okay i have some questions from social media oh. that we're going to get into but before oh. that how i'm sure people want to know well how did you get to a million dollars was that investments or saving? That was, and... was investments. Okay. That was investments. I was always a saver, always, always, always a saver. Yep, same here. And so I invested it in stock, and then the stock do, did really, really well. Yep. And I received a check for $635,000. What? When I cashed in, when I cashed in my stock, gotcha. which I turned around and invested that into other vehicles. Got you, got you. Uh, so I can still remember the check. I don't think I'll ever forget that. But, um, <laughs> right? And so then I reinvested all of that. And that's when the reinvesting is mm -hmm. where, where things didn't quite work out. Understood. Got it. Okay. So I, I'm going to get to social media. I have um, a few questions. I'll see if I could get to all of them, but I know time is running out. Um, Ryan Cash asked, because we did talk about credit a little bit, what is the best way to establish credit? What pros and cons to look for when getting a credit card? And when is the right time to get a credit card? Oh, my God. That is a million-dollar question. <laughs> so kudos. Could, no, it really is. This is very, very powerful. Um, one, you only need three types of credit that report to the credit agencies to build a good credit score. Mm. That's all you need. You can have, you know, two credit cards. And you can have a car. Um, and I'd say if people start sending you offers, yeah. do not fall for the, oh, you're 0%. Right. No. Find out what is my interest rate going to be after that 
you know, six right. months or eight months or whatever it is. Right, because that's how they hook you. And then your APR could go up so high after that one year of 0% or something. And then you have all of these items on your um, your credit report. So right. your credit card, yes. Yeah, so definitely. If you have no credit now I and, and you're not getting any offers, uh, a, a paid credit card that's going to report to a credit agency is your best bet. Because now... You're only spending the money that's in there. You're building it, you know, and then you can go in and you control how much you're able to do it. You still have to make your payments, but it's a great way to start if you're not getting any credit uh, pre-approved offers. Like Look it. at the um, the interest rate. So, Rail Boogie asked, how do you save if you're already in debt? So. Um, if you're just barely covering your expenses, maybe living paycheck to paycheck, and they want to save money too, how can they do that? Listen, folks, if I am able to get my retired ladies, I did a workshop for some retired ladies, to save money, that's my best story. If I'm able to get my retired ladies that are on fixed income to save money, I can get anybody to save income. Mm. So I say know where you are. Find out where your money is going and what changes can you make. I understand you're living paycheck to paycheck. Can you cut back on the number of times you go out to eat? So we're going to take the worst case and we're going to say that this person does not go out to eat and they don't go out and buy the coffees, right? right? They're already really being good with all of that. Mm -hmm. Where else can you cut some money? Can you cut money because you only shop? when things are on sale at the grocery store. Oh, that's a good one. This is another bonus, folks. Create, this is this is a note taker. Create a menu for the week based on what's on sale. Oh, that's a good one. That is Right, because you're saving money. There's going to be. So check out Transcend Abundance on Facebook. I have 13 videos with 13 different tips. Mm -hmm. ways to save money. I have one on credit. I have one, how can you make gifts so that you're saving money there. Um, so Transcend Abundance, and I also have a 35-minute uh, webinar there. I like it. It's all free. Just check out Transcend Abundance. Lots of tips. If you have any questions, uh, send me a question. Transcend Send me a Abundance. That's amazing. And I Transcend like that you abundance. said that because we don't think about that. We go to the store maybe our every Sunday or Monday, whatever day it is, and just shop but not realize, oh, there are, just like clothes are on sale, food is on sale too sometimes yeah. and create that menu. I have yep. uh, KJ on Twitter. How do you tackle existing debt, like credit cards, student loans, when you know you're going to take on more debt because you're in school? Aw. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I would say if you already make it, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe you're already making, uh, if you're already starting to make payments on it, mm -hmm. um, start with the smallest, put them in order and start with the smallest one and see if you're able to pay that off. So your payment on that is $50. Mm -hmm. Can you, you know, drive for Uber? Can you do some chores? neighbors mm -hmm. what can you do to start bringing in that additional extra money so that you can start applying it towards that lowest balance debt That's and smart. once in this other people think out, out there differently I like to say if you have five I want to get the smaller one 
and then we go to the next one because now you only have four. Then next thing you know, you're going to have two, right? <laughs> it's that mind yep. versus having all five of them and having them forever and ever and ever. And feeling overwhelmed. Get, uh-huh. yeah. um, two more questions. So I'll yep. get to Sean Strife asked on Facebook, what expenses are most commonly overlooked when setting up a budget? Now, I know you don't like the B word. <laughs> so maybe but when setting I, up your savings. It's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I don't like to use it, but I, I can't. Um, the very good question. That, those are really good okay. questions. Yes. So those, that one uh, is memberships. Mm. Whether it's a music membership, whether it's a gym membership, it's something that you signed up once upon a time. You thought it was a good idea. You're not using it and you're getting a monthly charge. That's really good. I even, um, I cut off my Netflix account <laughs> because I don't really, look, I don't watch TV much. So why am I paying? It's only $10. That's how they hook you. It's so cheap. But it's something, $10 is not much. But if I don't use it, why am I paying for it? You know? That's $120 a year. A year. Do you know what mm-hmm. that could give you in the 10 year if you invested that? Yep. It's the $10 and that's where they get us. Um, the other one is uh, uh, fees. If your bank is charging your fees, highly, highly recommend checking into a credit union and see if you can ch- switch your account over and save money there. Um, and last question, Adri86 on Instagram asks, what are the pros and cons of 401ks and IRAs and what to look for when signing up for any of those? Oh, my goodness. This is a really, really long answer, okay. and I am going to refer this. I'm going to say go check out Money, M-O-N-E-Y, on YouTube okay. by Tony Robbins. Tony, his book is 650 pages, which I read, mm-hmm. but he has the videos, and he walks you, and he talks about the 401K. He talks about the pros and cons. He interviewed billionaires hmm. and asked them how they invest their money. And then he said, I want to be able to take this back to the average American and teach him how to do this. So it's six hours, well worth it, because he is going to, and there's two companies that he recommends that you go with. So um, definitely check out Money by Tony Robbins on YouTube, and you will have not only, I want you to, I'm teaching you to fish. You're going to have the knowledge and the information that nobody's ever going to be able to take away from you. So much incredible information today, Chella. Wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. How can people reach you, your social media, your website, any workshops coming up? Let them know. Thank you. Well, Transcend Abundance, definitely recommend it because there's so much information. And if there's a topic you want me to cover, send me send me a message. I'll be happy to do that. And Chella Diaz, C-H-E-L-L-A-D-I-A-Z.com is my website. You can find me on Instagram or uh, Facebook under Transcend Abundance. So much information to take in. I'm pretty sure the ladies will take a lot of these tips. And as you can see from the questions, there are some men that listen as well and and chime in on social media to try to get some answers. So um, thank you for all of the information. This was very useful. And every day, you know, everyone loves money and wants to save money and figure out how they can make more money. So you gave so many great tips and I thank you so much. You are taking your power back. You go girl. And thank you for being on this show. 
It's been my pleasure. I am so glad we did this. Now it is time for Music Motivation. Motivation. Because I depend on me. If I wanted the watch I'm wearing, I bought it the house I live in. I bought it the car I'm driving. I bought it. I depend on me. I depend on me. Girl, it is hard trying to sing these songs. That comes from the 2001 album Survivor, Destiny's Child with Independent Women. Okay, they were talking a mess in that song, all right? And some people were like, well, then they came out with a song called Bills, Bills, Bills. So what is it? Do we want the men to pay our bills? Are we paying our own bills? Whatever. We're going to stick to this song. (laughs) And it's all about being an independent woman. It's important to have your own. I know some women, even when it comes to, you know, we've been talking about finances, where it comes to marriage, and they're trying to figure out, should I have a separate account from my spouse? It's caused some arguments. Some people I know have separate accounts. They don't want to know what their partner is making. They don't want their partner to know what they're making, as long as they both have a joint account where they can take care of the bills and a mortgage together. There are other people I know who share accounts and then they see how each other are spending money and it causes arguments. Look, I'm not married, so I don't know how it's going to be once I get married. I'm so about that having the one joint account and having my own money separately type of business. I mean, I'm just saying, okay? But being an independent woman, you have to know when you go into a relationship or when you're just taking care of your finances, for your bills, for your children, for yourself, for whatever uh, responsibilities you have. You have to have a plan and know how am I going to take care of things when things get tough or when things are going well? What am I doing with my money? Am I saving it? Am I investing it? Or am I spending it on whatever I want to spend it on? Am I comfortable with living paycheck to paycheck? It's all a choice. It's all a choice. You have to have your cash for a rainy day. You know how to take care of money, girl. You do. You, you just heard tips on how to take care of money in case you didn't know how, okay? Go to seminars. Go to workshops. There's so much information out there. I went to a couple of workshops this year. I have a whole workbook now for money management, and how to invest and how to buy property and all like I learned so much through the workshop but they're all around you and they're free a lot of them are free now sometimes they will at the end try to get some money and say you can't come to another workshop till you pay okay go to the free one at least and get that information girl is so much out there for you also you can read books there are plenty of blogs about finances Matter of fact, got a shout out to my girl, Kanisha. She started her own blog called Level Up Finances. Look it up. It's a blog, free information out there for you for how to save on a rainy day, for how to have your money in order, how to already she's planning a budget for Christmas. And she shows you in her blog how to do that. So levelupfinances.com. Check it out. So there's a lot for you to know. You have to get around some friends who are financially responsible. You, All of you can't be out there, you know, spending your money at the club, nails, hair done, makeup done, all that, an outfit every time you, you do something. Look, all of you cannot be like that, okay? You have to have some friends that are financially responsible that you can talk to 
like, girl, I'm thinking about doing this. And she could give you some real advice. So if you like the way she's handling her money, the way she budgets, the way she saves, the way she invests, ask her some questions. If she's your friend, she'll be honest and give you some real answers. So it'll be a way for you to be honest about yourself with your finances, open with your friend and talking about something uh, that really matters. Money matters, you know, because when you get in a relationship, you don't want to have to depend on your partner for everything when it comes to your finances. Okay, you want to have money management skills and you would like that person also have some money management skills. And when you get together, it'll be great. Or if you know more than your partner, then you could teach them some of your ways. You could be the leader in your relationship in that part. Because with the relationship, you know, some of us, we all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses. So hopefully you get with someone or you are with someone who bring out the best in you and you bring out the best in them. It's not a competition with each other. Like, oh, I'm making more money, so, you know, you're a bum. (laughs) It's more, well, anyway, it's knowing what you have to offer. Some men want to provide, but if they act on impulse and spend without thinking, then you might have to lead in that area, and he can lead in other areas. He might be better at cleaning the house or cooking. Forget all these gender roles. We all know what our strengths are. And if you don't, you can write it down. What are my strengths in a relationship? What are my weaknesses in a relationship? And then hopefully you're with someone who is there to teach and not to compete with you. But do what's best for you. When it comes to your finances, do what works. Do something that has value, that adds power, and that in the end, you'll be okay. Okay, make smarter decisions with your money. It's important. Money isn't going anywhere. Inflation is real. Things are going up at 3% all the time. So take care of yourself financially because you are an independent woman. The house you live in, you bought it. The car you're driving, you bought it. The watch you're wearing, you bought it because you depend on you. That's all they're saying. Be an independent woman, all right? It is time to celebrate. have to give a huge go girl shout out to a few actresses okay holly bailey not to be confused with the beautiful and wonderful holly berry although she's beautiful as well of course but holly bailey she is starring as ariel in the little mermaid and yes she is a black actress a black queen and twitter white twitter and went crazy and mad because she's a black girl, whatever. Look, mermaids aren't even real. Why are they arguing about that? Don't know, don't care, doesn't matter. I'm celebrating her. So congratulations to Holly Bailey. And also, congratulations are in order for Lashana Lynch. She is the actress who will play 007 in the new James Bond film. You go, girl. You go, girl. So Daniel Craig will reprise his role as Bond in in the upcoming movie, but Lynch will come in as a new secret agent and take over his famous code name. She's appeared in Captain Marvel, so she's not new to these type of films. But for her to come on and take this role as a woman, and so many people have seen this franchise where it's a man all of the time, and they're making some changes. I'm telling you, the future is female because it's real. Taking over politics now in Hollywood, come through. So an insider said that this is a bond for the modern era who will 
appeal to a younger generation, that's true, while sticking true to what we all expect in a Bond film. They went on to say, there are spectacular chase sequences and fights, and Bond is still Bond, but he's having to learn how to deal with the world of hashtag me too. So it's incredible. It's, it's bringing some uh, modern day issues to light. It's bringing uh, another black actress to the forefront and something that's been around forever. 007. So of course with that, there are a lot of men on social media crying, saying, you know, they're mad that a black woman is playing the new James Bond. Like, come on, let us be great. They're saying it's the end of the Bond franchise. So check this. I went to church over the weekend and the message was to shift so i need these men to shift and embrace this change and know that the future is female we are taking over we are coming through and we deserve to be celebrated so i'm here for all of the women on screen taking over all of these major roles if they deserve it they deserve it you can't hate on that so don't hate celebrate so you go, girl, to these ladies paving the way and showing us something different in Hollywood. I love it. Well, that wraps up this episode of Go Girl because women are powerful. I hope you got some amazing tips and information about money management. I do these episodes so that, yes, you can listen. But please, I want you to take something away from each episode. I really want you to learn. I'm here to share great information to you from some great women that I've been meeting in the community. So, Please take your notes and apply it to your life, all right? Also, follow the blog, ashleycaprice.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at I am Ashley Caprice. And on Instagram, I also created a page strictly for the Go Girl Podcast, and it's called at Go Girl Podcast. Simple enough, right? Catch up on all the episodes, iTunes, um, SoundCloud, my website. Do whatever your spirit feels. Leave a comment, share whatever you'd like to do. I appreciate all feedback. So I can't wait to talk to you next week. But until then, remember, I am independent. You go, girl.